Hey everyone, welcome to Group F's podcast, Being Blanco About Vanco. My name is Callie Kaiser. My name is Allison Kraus. My name is J.D. Kappas. And I am Mel Johnson. So, to start off this podcast, we're going to go way back with vancomycin history. So, vancomycin was discovered in the 1950s by an organic chemist working for Eli Lilly. A friend of his had brought a sample of dirt to him, and they ended up nicknaming the compound found in it um, Mississippi Mud due to its brown color, which needed to be purified. Um, Once they did that and figured out which bacteria um, this compound covered, the scientists decided on the name vancomycin, actually coming from the word vanquish. Wow, that's a really interesting history. So tell me more about vancomycin. When should we use it? And what um, bacteria does it cover? Yeah, thanks for asking. So starting off with our first vancomycin clinical pearl, vancomycin or vancosin is a glycopeptide antibiotic used to treat infections in many parts of the body. It works primarily by inhibiting the formation of the bacteria cell wall. Vancomycin also on- alters the permeability of the bacterial cell membrane and RNA synthesis. It is available as an oral capsule, an oral powder for suspension, and is most commonly seen as an intravenous solution in the treatment of strep, staph, and other gram-positive organisms. Vancomycin is the drug of choice for methicillin-resistant Staphylococcus aureus, or MRSA, and resistant strains of Streptococcus pneumoniae. The FDA-approved uses include staphylococcal enterocolitis, lower respiratory infections, infective endocarditis, infection of the skin or subcutaneous tissue, MRSA, and Clostridium difficile diarrhea. So, um, as student pharmacists going into APPEs, are there any specific dosing recommendations for MRSA that we should be aware of? That's a great question, Callie. This brings us to our second clinical pearl, MRSA skin and soft tissue dosing for adult and pediatric patients. For adults with MRSA skin infection, vancomycin 30 milligrams per kilogram per day IV in two divided doses is recommended. For pediatric patients with a MRSA skin infection, vancomycin 40 mg per kilogram per day IV in four divided doses is recommended. It's important as future pharmacists to know the differences in both the dose and frequency when it comes to treating MRSA with vancomycin in our adult and pediatric populations. I know vancomycin is used to treat C. diff, but what is the recommended dose and duration? And if I have a patient with C. diff, where should I look to find dosing guidelines? For C. diff infections, the recommended regimen for adults is vancomycin 125 mg by mouth four times daily for 10 days. For pediatric patients with C. diff, the recommendation is vancomycin 40 mg per kilogram per day by mouth in three to four divided doses for seven to 10 days with a max of two grams per day. It's important to note that the route of administration is by mouth and not IV. This is because IV administration of vancomycin does not achieve high enough concentrations in the colon to kill the C. diff bacteria. The guidelines that I would recommend is the clinical practice guidelines for Clostridium difficile infection in adults and children, the 2017 update by the Infectious Diseases Society of America and Society for Healthcare Epidemiology of America. So Mel, what is the protocol to check if the patient is within the therapeutic range? What steps should I take before adjusting my patient's vancomycin dose? I'm glad you asked. Uh, this brings us to our fourth clinical 
clinical pearl, um, the gold standard to check if a patient is in therapeutic range is to obtain a trough level. A trough level is a point at which the medication is at its lowest serum level prior to the next dose. We obtain this trough level 30 minutes before the first dose of vancomycin because this is when the patient will be at steady state. If the trough levels are too high or too low, we adjust accordingly. Trough level being too high, we will len either lengthen the interval or give her smaller dose or both. If the trough level is too low, we would do the opposite. The goal trough level depend depends on the disease being traded for the for most infections, the trough range is between 10 and 15 milligrams per liter. A higher trough level may be needed for patients with a more severe disease, such as diseases associated with endocarditis, osteomyelitis, meningitis, hospital-acquired pneumonia. In this case, the target trough level would be 15 to 20 micro milligrams per liter. An additional way to monitor vancomycin levels would be to measure the area under the curve. This method basically takes into account how much fat vancomycin has been running through the body over a, pe over a period of time. Um, Allison, how would I go about treating my renally impaired patient? Thank you for asking, Mel. In all patients, it is standard practice to calculate a creatinine clearance prior to administering the medication. Creatinine clearance takes into account the patient's age, ideal body weight, serum creatinine levels, and sex. This calculated number gives us, as pharmacists, an estimate of how well their kidneys are functioning, functioning and how fast each patient will clear the medication. With that information, we are able to assess the best dose and interval for their treatment. Whenever creatinine clearance is diminished, the dose is usually lower and the interval is extended. For example, those with a creatinine clearance below 50 milliliters per minute are started at 10 to 15 milligrams per kilogram doses, while those above 50 milliliters per minute are given a dose between 15 and 20 milligrams per kilogram. Along with dosing, the intervals in which vancomycin is dosed is also based on creatinine clearance. Dosing intervals range from every 8 hours to every 72 hours. The patients with a creatinine clearance less than 15 milliliters per minute are given vancomycin every 48 to 72 hours. One thing to note is that patients with minimal kidney function need to be monitored very closely early on in their therapy as their drug clearance is less predictable and unstable. Additional monitoring parameters include vital signs, serum electrolytes, CBC, urine output, and serum concentrations. Now that we know about Vanco, what are some common side effects we should know for counseling patients on, Kelly? Yeah, that's a great question. So if a patient is on vancomycin, some common side effects may include nausea, vomiting, fever, headache, um, UTI and abdominal pain, dermatologic reactions, hypokalemia, and some infrequent but more um, serious reactions would be nephrotoxicity, ototoxicity, thrombocytopenia, thrombocytopenia, and Red Madden syndrome. Um, I was looking online and I actually saw a mnemonic for this, and it's called FONT, so F-O-N-T, or flushing for Red Man syndrome, ototoxicity, nephrotoxicity, and then thrombophlebitis. So if you need to know rare but serious side effects for vancomycin, think FONT. Red Man syndrome. JD, could you explain what that is? Yes, so Redman syndrome is the most common adverse reaction. The name comes from the red rash that develops on the face, neck, and torso. 
It is not an allergic reaction. It occurs during or soon after a rapid infusion of vancomycin. So in order to prevent this type of reaction, make sure to infuse vancomycin over at least an hour. So that was a lot of in-depth content we just went over. So we're going to end this talk with some pharmacy funnies. Um, another thing I found online was that if you have a friend, um, well, it was a little meme or maybe a Twitter post, but in quotations, it said, if you have a friend who's a pharmacist and they're ignoring you, just text them and say, I was taking antibiotics for an infection, but I feel better now, so I'm not going to finish them. Trust me, they cannot help themselves. They will respond. If someone texts that to me, I know I would respond right away and tell them exactly what they need to do and how wrong that is because antibiotic stewardship, that's what it's all about, right? Another one said um, it was a picture of a bacteria with actually Kelly Clarkson's face on it, and it says, when you don't take all of your antibiotic, bacteria be like, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Unlike antibiotics, Group F podcasts will go viral. Thanks for listening. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger.